When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was another Steelers shocker. Kicker Chris Boswell slips on a last-second field goal in Oakland, sending the Steelers into a three-game losing skid, yet they're still very much alive in the playoffs. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Immediately after Chris Boswell slipped on that ridiculously bad turf in Oakland, the response from Pittsburgh fans on Twitter was nearly unanimous and wholly predictable. Time to cut the Steelers' kicker, they tweeted. Hey, well, it's true. Boswell, who signed a big money deal at the start of the season, has not lived up to his contract, nor what he's done since joining the team namely making big-money kicks when it counts. But cutting him now would be a gross overreaction. The miss on that 40-yard kick that would have sent the game into overtime was clearly due to the poor field condition, which caused Boswell's planning foot to slip so badly the kicker actually fell down. Of course, Boswell missed a 39-yarder earlier in the game without this excuse, so Pittsburgh... I do feel you, but the bottom line from the black hole is the Steelers lose a shocker to coach Chucky and the Raiders 24-21, but they are still very much alive in the playoff chase. It was a game marked by yet another Steelers second half swoon. This time, after Big Ben injured a rib on a sack late in the second quarter and did not emerge from the tunnel after halftime. But there is controversy about this after Coach Mike Tomlin told the media that Ben could have gone back into the game far sooner than he did. But Tomlin defended not bringing Ben back in sooner, saying, quote, we were in the rhythm and flow of the game, unquote. Flow? I am not sure what game Mike Tomlin was watching. With... Backup quarterback Josh Dobbs at the helm. Here are the Steelers' second-half results before Roethlisberger returned. Punt, turnover on downs, INT, and another punt. As Alex Kazora with SteelersDepot.com tweets, quote, yeah, great flow. For the record, Dobbs completed only four of nine passes for 24 yards and an inter- interception. And then comes Big Ben. He returns with 520 left in the game just after the Raiders had taken a 17-14 lead. He proceeded to orchestrate a six-play, 75-yard touchdown drive with Juju Smith-Schuster, clearly the star of this game, taking it the final yard for his second touchdown catch of the game. That score put the Steelers ahead 21-17 with 255 remaining. Big Ben, for the record, was 6 of 6 on that drive for 70 yards. That looked like it was going to be good enough until 
Raiders quarterback Derek Carr hit a long pass down the middle of the field, setting them up on the six-yard line. And then, on fourth down, Carr hit backup tight end, who made a great cut in front of two Steelers defenders to catch the pass and then take it over the goal line for the go-ahead score. Still, Big Ben and the Steelers were not done. They had 15 seconds, but that was enough time to hit a creative and perfectly executed hook and lateral play. The pass went to James Washington, who then flipped it to Juju Smith-Huster, who proceeded to streak down the sidelines, stepping out of bounds just in time to preserve five seconds on the clock for what looked to be that game-tying field goal by Boswell. But alas, that sloppy Oakland turf, that slip, and now the Steelers are on a three-game losing skid. And they have been officially swept this season by the AFC West. Who would have predicted that? But I'll tell you, I think a lot of the media are going to concentrate on what could have happened had Ben gotten back into the game a little sooner, and why Tomlin kept him on the sidelines if he was cleared to go in and play. As for those Steeler backups, well, Dobbs looked every bit like the third stringer who got the unexpected promotion when Steelers veteran backup Landry Jones was cut just before the season. Pittsburgh was also on their third-string running back in this game in the form of Jalen Samuels, and the running game suffered. The Steelers were held to 40 rushing yards. They missed James Conner out with a high ankle sprain, and there is no guarantee Conner will be back against the Patriots. And as the season grows later and later, the absence of their true starting running back, Le'Veon Bell, who has chosen to sit out the entire season in a contract dispute, just keeps looming larger and larger and larger. But hey, if it's Steelers superstars you want who and, and stars who are stepping up in the biggest of spots, I give you sophomore receiver Juju Smith-Schuster. He is becoming a big play guy who could even overshadow Antonio Brown himself. He had an acrobatic, toe-touching touchdown catch in the back of the end zone with 10 seconds left of the first half that gave the Steelers their first lead. He caught a go-ahead touchdown from Big Ben with less than three minutes in regulation. Then he answered another Raiders TD with that crazy, perfectly executed hook in the lateral, and he got out of bounds just when he needed to giving Boswell a very makeable 40-yard field goal if the turf was a little better. Hey, simply put, Juju was special in this game, and that cannot be overlooked in this loss. And why should it? Because despite this disaster, the Steelers are very much alive to win the AFC North. This because the Baltimore Ravens could not pull out the upset in Kansas City. They came oh so close, however, but the Chiefs pulled their own magic and pulled out the win. The New England Patriots and the Houston Texans also lost. So it was kind of a status quo game with all three division leaders, aside from Kansas City, in the AFC going down to defeat. At 7-5-1, the Steelers are in control of their playoff destiny, as they say, but they have to start winning and like right now. It doesn't get any easier. 
New England is coming off that last-second stinging loss in Miami, so they're going to be coming in next Sunday looking to right their ship and get it headed toward the playoffs. Then there's a matter of going down to the Big Easy and playing the Saints and coming out with a win in a very hard place to play against a very good team. And then the Steelers finish up with tanking Cincinnati at home in Pittsburgh. But before you start talking playoffs, the Steelers have clear problems in all three phases of the game. Offense, defense, special teams. And it has to be cleaned up. And it has to be cleaned up quick. And it should have been, uh, the, the work of cleaning it up should have begun long ago, long ago, but it hasn't. Yet even in the depths of this ugly three-game losing streak, where the Steelers have failed to close out games in the second half, there is still time, but not much. The clock is ticking, and it's now Patriots Week in Pittsburgh. Does it get any bigger than that? It doesn't, but we'll have a lot more about it on the next podcast. So come back daily for the latest on the black and gold. Sign up for the podcast out on Amazon Alexa. And, of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.